0: The Perth Football Podcast is proudly brought to you by Macron Store Perth, an industry leader in quality teamwear specialising in grassroots, semi-pro and professional team attire. Visit the Macron Sports Hub Perth Facebook page for more. Thank you to Macron for helping us keep the pod running and for their continuous involvement in community sport.
1: We are having a state league special. We've got Josh on the line. Josh, how are you? Mate, you well? Sorry, uh, Josh on in the house. line is right here. I can touch Josh him. in house. Feeling?
2: How are you doing? They they just look straight through me.
1: Cool. Tommy's uh, still here. Tommy's still here. I'm still here. Who else have we got, Kaligi? We've got the state league special, extraordinaire himself, yes. Jim Webb. Jim, how are you? Mate, you well?
3: Jim, Jim, oh. Jim.
4: I, I, I was this specialist business. I'm a bit. Uh, I'm getting a bit nervous about this now. You almost almost makes me sound like I know what I'm talking about.
1: Well, mate, they call us NPL specialists, and we know absolutely <laughs> no one,
0: <laughs> nothing. No one has ever called me an NPL specialist, Kalish. I don't know who you're talking. You've got 52% of your tips right, Sean. You're a bloody specialist, all right. <laughs> yeah, I think it was 42, but. Yeah, that's... Oh, was it 52? 52. Oh, across the board. Across the board? Yeah, 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 yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. But, well, yeah. but this uh,
1: is not the MPL hour. That is later on in the show. This is the State League hour. And Jim, we yes, saw we saw a cracking game on the weekend. It, it ended 1-1. We've talked a little bit about it on the full-time whistle. But did you have anything that you wanted to add um, on that match?
4: Do you know, Kalichi, I think I owe... And we probably both owe Western Knights an apology because uh, we... we we rant and raved about Joey O'Brien's equaliser in the ninety-third minute, and then we talked about Sean McQuaido who could have won it for Mandra right the, the death. But we didn't mention the free the shot that Western Knights had to hit the post in the in the stoppage time, which could have won them the league.
1: Oh, that's right. Um, yeah,
4: yeah, it was uh, it was quite a dramatic last ten minutes, really. So, apologies to uh, to Western Knights for forgetting that. It was just uh, driving home thinking, oh, hang on, they could have won it still. So, uh, yeah, what a what a game though. Eh? Um, I think Western Australia had their champagne ready to be popped and uh, it's possibly on hold for another week, but who knows? Eh? We, we did say that there possibly could be another twist and turn to this season.
1: It was a cracking atmosphere at the game as well.
4: Yeah, big crowd as well, which is good to see. Nice sunny day and, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and you certainly enjoyed your beer there, didn't you? Oh,
0: dude, it was, it was lovely. Too bad uh, I
1: could not pronounce it. it
0: again? I'll have to what look did you at you go with, picture. Jim? Sorry, mate? What, how did you go with the pronunciation of that beer again? I can't remember. Oh uh, yeah, the... it was
4: called uh, crack-a-crack-crack-off or something like that. Uh, I think it's absolutely <laughs> spot on.
0: Absolutely <laughs> spot on. Yeah, uh, that... Jesus.
1: <laughs> there were some K's and there were some vowels. And... Josh, you could, yeah. you could you could you could do this, right? Surely, Josh, you're a cultured man.
2: Uh, it's blurry.
0: It <laughs> doesn't uh, look like cal- hard. Kalavatsko. Cal- Kalavatsko. There we go. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Well done. Yeah, we'll go, we'll go, I'm get, sorry, Jim. I'm going to go with Josh on this one. But again, this no, is... I
1: don't, I don't blame you. This is in the ethnic lager hour. Let's <laughs> let's get on to it. So, so Jim, we've got one last round of fixtures going on. Um, and just looking at the top of it, from the top of the table, it's one point between Western Knights and Mandra City. And Western Knights have kind of snuck to the top of the table because we weren't talking about them six or seven weeks ago, were we?
4: No. Um, but then I don't think we were talking about teams like Fremantle sort of dropping like they were and results of Dianella losing at home as well at Like lot you know when they really need wins so again it's this I think this uh, state league division one is is catching something from from the NPL where nothing is predictable is it so but you no know, nice have have sneaked up and uh, yeah it's, uh, it's all up for uh, an exciting last game of the season.
1: And we've got three teams that can uh, three teams vying for two positions in the playoffs. Mm,
0: and yeah, Jim's said he's had his abacuses uh, yes, yes. out, and so to tell us, to tell us the permutations,
4: Jim. All right. So here we go. So, so to win the league, if Western Knights win, they win the league regardless of what Mandra do. That's an easy one. Yep. That's yep. an easy one. If Western Knights draw and Mandra win, Mandra win the league. If Western Knights lose and Mandra win, Mandra win the league. If Western Knights draw and Mandra draw. Western Knights no. win the league, and if Western Knights lose, and Mandurah draw. Mandurah win the league on goal difference. <laughs>
0: so, the goal, so the goal difference right now, Mandurah are plus thirty five, and Western Knights no. are plus, plus thirty three. Yes. Yeah, so uh, so yeah. So a loss obviously makes that them worse than. Thirty, Yeah, then, then plus 33, and yeah, there's no way they can catch that up. So, okay, no. that's very good. So, we've got our heads so, around that. So, Mandurah need to win, uh, and they, they need some help.
4: Well, So, they, they need, need to win, different.
0: and they need Western Knights to not win.
4: They need to better Western Knights' result. Uh, well, no, if because possible. if Western
0: Knights lose and Mandurah draw, they've still bettered their – oh, but they have – yes. Sorry, no, yo, you're absolutely yes. correct. Yeah, because yeah. of that goal difference. No, goal you're difference. right. So, they just need to yep. better their result, and that's it. That's, yes. that's as simple as it comes. Okay. Simple
4: as a simple game, really, right. isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so go on <laughs> to the more complicated stuff. All right. So here we go. So we've then got – so obviously Western Knights and Mandra City, one of those two teams are going to be promoting on one of those is guaranteed one of the playoff spots. So we've got three clubs fighting over the last two spots. So that's Jundalup United, Fremantle City and Dianella White Eagles.
1: Who are Jundalup United and uh, Dineela
4: White Eagles so, playing? So <laughs> United are away to Western Knights. Uh, Dineela White Eagles are away to Move City, uh, <laughs> and Fremantle City uh, are away to Rockingham uh, <laughs> City. <laughs>
0: Oh, I can't even get my head around it because <laughs> whatever happens at the top is obviously <laughs> <impacted me. laughs> Oh, goodness me. So, so how so do Joondalup clinch one of those spots?
4: Right. So so with my super abacus, and, and I hope everyone's now sitting down.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: No, apart Joondal from Josh, Up, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Joondalup need a point to guarantee a playoff place. Hey, oh, that's easy. So so if Joondalup get their point at Western Knights, so and Andrew win, win the league. Fremantle City need a win to get in a playoff place or a draw, draw and hope Dianella don't win. And by by Dianella, virtue of a better
0: goal difference, yep.
4: Yep, and Dianella need a win, but we'll need either Fremantle to draw or lose or Dundellup to lose heavy as they're uh, currently an eight-goal goal difference mm, swing.
0: Twelve versus four. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. Let, well, let's rule that one out to make your calculations <laughs> a little bit easier. But... So, Joondalup United are pretty much
3: in, aren't they, barring a crazy goal difference uh, swing.
4: Barring bar a crazy Dianella winning, so like, you know, 8 nil at, at Mandra on Saturday.
0: So okay, so that gold... Is
4: it is, eight or just four? Yeah, like, is it a four or nil four win five. and the other team I lose four am, nil? Di- well, Dynata di- yeah. on plus four you and three. You need a pair nil nil of four nils, nils, Yeah, yeah. What, what,
2: what are the chances of Mandra City going for the league, tanking it so bad that they lose five nil though? I no, can't <laughs> see
0: it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So we rule that out. So basically, <laughs> they basically they need to, uh, they need to. Uh, finish ahead of Fremantle. So they need to win and Fremantle not win I think is the is the way for Dianella. But,
4: but, but yes. Yeah, they need to win and Fremantle yeah, draw or lose. And
0: Fremantle are playing we haven't mentioned this yet uh, before we go to you Tommy they are playing away at Rockingham, Rockingham which now. is always a fun place to go. So, Cyril Sharrock and God. Uh, <laughs> you never get tired of the man. Yeah, Tommy.
3: I'm I'm interested in your thoughts on um on Dynology because they were the team that were really looming as a promotion contender a few weeks ago. I think they'd only lost once in Aiden and they're led by one of our favourites, Angel Andres Rivera, who was obviously at Armadale last season. And they've just hit the skids in the last um, couple of weeks. I think they're winless in three, maybe even four. And they lost 4-1 against um, relegation-threatened Subi at the weekend. So it's interesting in terms of Dianella just dropping off. And, and Fremantle City have kind of rediscovered themselves after a little bit of a mid-season wobble.
4: That's right. I think Dianella were having a good run then when um, Mandra had to go up there on a Tuesday night game because of the uh, game on the Saturday, he was uh, called off because of the waterlogged pitch. So it was that night where, um, yeah, Mandra beat Dianella 3 1 on, and you know, Dianella went 1 up, and Mandra got there 3 1. And I think that was instead, that's when Dianella sort of got hit the, uh, hit the rocks and had become a little bit inconsistent. And yeah, Fremantle have, have obviously had their wobble and then uh, have started to come good again. So, although Saturday's result, you know, it's given them another wobble, losing three-one away at, uh, at Mum FC there, so which you that's probably put a little dent in there. Because you know, if results from last Saturday went other teams ways. We wouldn't be having this conversation. The player spots would have been pretty secure. Do you nice. do you so, not,
1: Do you have any idea what's happened to Mum FC because they've got a really good squad and and. Taki as the manager is is well renowned as well.
4: Again, it's another one of those teams that have just had a wobble, uh, and most teams have have had that wobble, you know. So. Uh yeah, well, as, as we said, you know, if we knew the answers, we'd all be very rich on, uh, <laughs> you know, on, on, on telling well, everyone else how the silly game works.
0: Well, you, you do have some answers for us. And can you uh, tell uh, State League Luddites like me, who don't know exactly how the league works, what is the relegation situation? How many teams go down and who's still in the running there?
4: So, relegation. So, Forestfield, unfortunately, uh, had their relegation confirmed last week when they lost at Manchester City. And that now leaves the relegation's playoff spot, which is being contested between Subieco and UWA Netherlands uh, Both teams are currently on 19 points. Subieco have got a goal difference of minus 13, UWA have minus 22. Mm. So that will take an awful big win from UWA, who are at home to Mum, and Subieco to lose heavily, who are at home to Gosnells on, on mm. Saturday. Um, so so teams pretty... Against teams
0: in the same sort of areas, but basically mm. you're saying UWA are going to need, once again, to better Subiaco's uh, results. That's the only way to stay uh, up. Uh,
4: uh, uh, yes, basically. Subiaco will need the win. If they both lose, then it's out. But again, it's a tough... Uh, it's going to be a big one for those two teams as well. And Gosnells have hit a bit of form there that... Um, that Subiaco are playing, so it's going to be hard for them. And UWA, uh, you know, home to mum, while well, mum are in that zone of, like, win one, they can lose one, they can draw one. So, uh, you know, again, toss of the coin, which one's, which one, which way is it going to fall?
3: Yeah, it's worth mentioning on Subiaco. They did have that four-one win at Dinella on the weekend, and um, Mark Wingle obviously went there about a month or so ago. That was a big win for them because it puts the it really puts it in their own hands, and to get a win like that against the playoff chase is a good result for yeah. them. And an interesting note, I suppose, is that UWA Netherlands were also in the relegation playoff last year. If you remember, they played um, but, Karamar Shamrock Rovers in the final at Dorian Gardens, and somehow got through.
4: Through there, yes. Yeah. So, uh, so they've got the word experience count, or is it a new team? That, new W. They've got that they can, they can rely on that experience from last year.
2: Jeez. I think I think this is another interesting note with that. UWA is obviously the club with the connection to Perth Soccer Club. So I wonder if uh, th- th- there'll be anything for the Wing Girls, given that they, they were let go by Perth earlier on, on in the season, that uh, it, it's them and UWA going. That that final promotion relegation spot.
1: And look, since since Mark's taken over, it's been some incredible results. So I was down there at the Junedlup United game where they played and had a one or draw. And I think they've only really failed to pick up points yeah. once since then. Um, and it was, a, I think it was a one nil loss to someone. I'm not too sure. Yeah, it was a one nil loss to Knights. Yeah, Is the only, was yeah, yeah. the only yeah. time that they failed to pick up points. So they've had some turnaround since since Mark's been there. And yeah, you, you're right, Josh. There's a lot of incentive there to. To, uh, potentially stick it to the and former that, that's, employers. That's
0: a Western Knights who have only dropped points in six games out of 21 all season as well. So a 1-0 loss there is is hardly uh, concerning. So, yeah, he's obviously done a very good job. Who, who's going up then, Jim? That's the uh,
3: the key question <laughs> we need to ask you. We've, we've, we've got the abacus out. No, don't use your heart as well, Jim. We've, use we've, your head. We've, no, got, the wall, we've well. got the wall chart out, so what, what's the verdict?
4: Oh, well, you know... I don't know whether clubs are going to try and do other clubs' favors. You know, with Dinella losing, does that mean they're probably now thinking that their their hopes are pretty much over, and they're just going to turn up and say, "Here, I'm Andrew. Here's the one you'll win in league," and and in hope, or no United, United, where you know there's that sort of British British-based club in the north against the British and the British-based club in the south. Are they going to help each other, or <laughs> Dinella going to try and do Western Knights a favor and? Uh, <laughs>
2: Is, is, this, is this like Glory and uh, Red Star on the weekend, Tommy?
0: More on that shortly. Oh, yeah, we'll get onto oh. that in part three, along with the disgrace of, what was it called? A disgrace of Gijon. Yeah, yeah. There is There
1: is no way to, to, quote, to quote one of my favourite movies. They're not going to let the Northerners do anything, are they? Like, they're not going to be there trying to help the Southerners, surely. Those Southern fairies.
4: Uh, yeah, well, see, uh, I don't know. I, I mean, on paper, who's got the hardest going? Knights against Joondalup? It's probably you well, know,
3: not, the harder game. Well, well up United are arguably locked into third, so you would sort of side with them having less to play for than Dinella, wouldn't you? On the face of it, how,
4: how are
0: you they would, locked into third? They get Fremantle win, they'll,
4: they'll yeah, be Fremantle win, they'll go in Four. the fourth. And do you want to finish fourth and play the team that finishes eleventh in the NPL? That's also in a good the, point. Th- hmm. You know, or would you rather be playing the team that, that finished second in the in, in your own division?
3: No, you're right, Jim. 100. percent Yeah, I didn't think of that you know, aspect. I yeah, I
4: think I think if I think you'd really want to be playing the winner of the MPL fourth in the final, wouldn't you? I don't know. In a one-off game, rather than under the two-legs.
0: Yeah. No. You say save Floriot for the final for sure. <laughs> That's a dig. <laughs> uh, was there any more for any more on this state league wrap? Any any other points you wanted to make? Any shining uh, lights you wanted to? Because we we don't I, do I, too much about the state league, Jim. So here's your here's your platform. Go. Well, go, go, only go I
4: think. I think we should just congratulate uh, Kingsley Westside for uh, winning Division 2 and, and they'll be replacing Forestfield next season. And uh, we'll,
1: we'll be having Chris Brady on later on. Yeah, yeah.
0: Well. <laughs> yeah, he
1: doesn't need anyone giving him congratulations. He does enough of that himself. He might stick a boot into a team that wears orange as well. I can't guarantee he, he may not do that, but I'm just saying he might.
4: And uh, and really, just to, to anyone that's looking for a game to go to, this as I should say, out of the out of the six games in the state league division one this Saturday, five have got something riding on them. So there's, there's a game for everything, a game for everyone somewhere this, Who, this Saturday. So
0: who's been your player of the season in the league?
4: Oh, I don't know. Really thinking about it, you know, because you know at the start of the season it would have been probably someone from the Mandurah, and in the mid-season I, I thought I actually thought Melville. I can Melville goalkeeper was, was quite outstanding when I've seen him. Um, and then you've got Hamza of Freemant, who's had a spell where he's been one of the best. And and then um, as Kalichi and I said saying, you know, you could have picked any one of the back four of Western Knights on Saturday. As, uh, as, and they were absolutely outstanding. So... I think player of the year in the state league will be very interesting this year because everyone's peaked and troughed at the same, you know, at different times. So
3: I just wonder whether it's going to be somebody like Jacob Williamson at Guelop who's had an outstanding season. Yeah, he's got a, he's scored a lot possible, of great yeah. goals. He's an eye catching player and he's maybe not going to get the same. Competition for votes as teams like Western Knights, and Fremantle. Yeah, will have that's to probably.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good shout. It could come from one of those like, well up teams, like and, you know that that you know he's been consistent all season. Or ankle, uh, yeah. yeah. I was also yeah, going to say,
1: out, yeah, yeah from, mm. from from that from that Western Knights backline. Um, Jake Sardellich was terrific in that game. Yeah. Absolutely terrific. He won every single thing in the air, and the fact that they've conceded only nineteen goals in 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 what 21 games, I reckon he would have been a huge mainstay and a huge reason for that as well. He was terrific.
0: And, and a slightly, slightly different question, I guess, than than just who's been the best player this season. But of those teams, I, I guess we're looking at Western Knights and Mandra City primarily because they're the two most likely to, you know, to. To go up, uh, what players in in those sides, or you can mention those from from the the remaining clubs as well. But what players there do you think will step up to that MPL level and have a real uh, make a real impact in that league?
4: Hmm. Yeah, well, for, for, certainly from the from the manager side of things, I, I mean, J- J- Kalichi loves John Baird. He, Kalichi oh. would, um, would would love John Baird to be in his team. From what he was saying, and <laughs> his experience and knowledge from that MPL. It's probably going to be there. The uh, bastard
1: of all bastards, surely. <laughs>
4: yeah. Joey Joey O'Brien will he score goals in the NPL level? Because NPL clubs have always been after after him for the last two or three years. He's gone for a bit of a dry spell recently, but uh, he scored the equaliser on Saturday, so there's one for you. And uh, yeah, Harry Collins from Mandra as well. I think he'll, he used. I think he had a couple of appearances in the NPL a few years ago yeah. when he was at Coburn and. Uh, I'm rocking on. There's
1: with a centre midfielder for mum. I think he won player of the year last year. Who I think could absolutely play in the NPL. Paddy Sara. pardon
2: Paddy yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah I've, I used go, I used to go to school with him. He it should, was incredible back then.
1: He should be playing NPL right now. He's terrific, absolutely terrific. There are some he great used players. Play Armadale and Belcada. Yeah, no, but he, yeah. he should be playing right now. Like like I could I could see him in the midfield with with Samson and with Gardner. Like he'd be terrific in that midfield. But yeah, um, look, we'll, we'll wrap it up there. We just want to say a massive, massive thank you, Jim. For, yeah, for thank you so much, Jim, for coming on no and, and helping guys. us out and giving us some love to the to the state league, mate.
4: And any time, any time, and uh, let's hope for a, a cracking end of the season. Appreciate it, mate. You take care. Take care, guys. You, Jim, see, see you soon, soon mate. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> And before
0: we dive back into part two, we just want to send a quick thank you out to Balance and Revive Massage Therapy, our latest sponsors here at the Perth Football Podcast. And if you want to get 10% off remedial and sports massages, just go and say hi uh, from the Perth Football Podcast. Use the code PFP23, uh, that's PFP23, and you get 10% off all remedial and sports massages at Balance and Revive. You can find them in Carambine at One Hobson Gate. And
1: continuing on for our state league special, we've got a new uh, champion on the line as well. Chris Brady, the people's champ, mate. How are you?
5: Very good. How are
0: you, boys? Yeah, we're well. I'm well. Josh, how are you? Yeah, I'm very good. Yeah, face belies that. Uh, that answer. You do
5: Josh, did you did you get on the score sheet yesterday?
2: I scored the winning goal for uh, for McCabe against Queensland. Oh, he doesn't like <laughs> Ooh, to talk about it. Though, oh, does he? Wow. Well, as I mentioned, I've got to say I've, I've played. Uh, for Mcarby in two stints, um, the first when I was like eighteen, and it's the first time I've ever scored a first team goal.
0: Josh, oh, go talk, come on, yeah. mate, come on, let's let, enjoy the moment. Talk us through the goal. <laughs> no, actually, no, 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 no. Actually, actually, actually let's make the, the entire amateur hour about Josh's goal. Talk us through the goal, Josh. Give us, give us a, give us a wrap. I was just, uh, <laughs> it was just a, a, a corner. It was
2: a scramble from a corner. I just, the lucky player that popped it in. I then, I then, I then Harold ran.
1: never <laughs> says he's a lucky player that pops it I, in. Mate. I, I, I so then, honest. I
2: then ran the whole way across the pitch to the bench to celebrate. So it was, it was a big moment.
5: Fantastic. We, we have a player um, from our amateurs who's going sort of, uh, his neck and neck with one of the Maccabee boys for the golden boot. So I had a sneaky peek at their, uh at their squady last night to see who had uh, scored the goals, expecting to see young. The Jacob. source of truth. With with the source of trees, expecting to see young Jacob with two goals next to his name, and then lo and behold, it was the uh, it was the uh, the the part-time goalkeeper, uh, full-time goalscorer. So never, never,
2: never before, and never again. Jake, Jake, Jakey did uh, get a nice chip at the end there. Happy days, happy days. Now
0: let's get on to uh, to your team in in a minute, Chris, because we forgot to ask Jim the the all-important question. So I'll ask you right off the bat: snatch Goodwill Hunting or Saving Private Ryan?
5: That for me, isn't it? Yeah, for you. Ah, uh, Snatch all day long. Yeah, ah, finally. One, one, one.
1: Finally. <laughs> finally. <laughs> Everyone said it's their second best move, and I'm like, how do you not rate Snatch? Everyone's loves Snatch. Everyone loves it.
0: Yeah. great. Yeah, oh, well, it's actually, it was not one, one, one. I'm still. Uh, you good love dogs. Hunting, you love Still in decks. the league, but in the lead. Yeah, but anyway, Kalichi, you you take over here. But what look, are you gonna
1: ask, this Chris? this this isn't the uh, snatch, Good goodall hunting.
0: <laughs> well, that's our that's hour. our question. <laughs> <Kalechi>. <laughs> but
1: but, but snatch, we, snatch appreciation hour. Yep, gone But we did want to talk about the big time five 0 win. That Canning City had over Kingsley Westside. Sorry, no, that was a typo. Um, it was the big five <laughs> nil one that Kingsley Westside had over Canning City to confirm the league title and promotion, mate. How does it feel?
5: Yeah, very exciting. Um, look, um, it's it's the culmination really of a four-year journey for the club um, since we came into our state league um, in in 2020. We've been there or thereabouts for the last couple of years, and um, yeah, we just had a good feeling all the way. You know, looking through the squad all year long, I think they you know, they went top in round four um, and haven't haven't looked back since. So uh, you know, like yeah, I'm I'm just wrapped. I'm wrapped for Steve Dimitrovich. I'm wrapped for I'm wrapped for Monty Gaffers, Rhiannon, all the guys who've been around this club and that team for 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 a long time. Guys like Adam O'Neill, Josh Waldock, who came up with us from the amateurs. Um, and are still playing you wow. know, state league first team wow um to see them you know i mean you you, you spoke to adam um when we got knocked out the uh, australia cup by by red star and you could see talking to him then you know the the squad was all about getting promotion this year and, uh, and they've done it um yeah so look wrap for them really excited for them um we'll enjoy the next few weeks and then um get playing for a, for a big 2024
1: i mean you say it you say it's been a uh... Years of hard work and really difficult, but looks like Mannington are about to do it in first go, mate. So what's going on there?
5: They, they, they are a very good team. Uh, they're a very, very good team. They um, probably, some would say, on their day, the best footballing team in, um, in, in in State League 2. And I, I'll be surprised if anyone gets near them in the playoffs, to be quite honest. Um, yeah, very, very good side, very good side. Do you, you mentioned
3: before that Kingsley Westside um, have been top of the league since probably round four or five, so it has felt a little bit like the inevitable promotion, even though there was that little surge from Morley for a little while before all of that stuff off the pitch happened. But um, yeah. do you sort of feel that you've been able to have maybe a little bit more time to prepare for what's ahead um, for Division yeah. One, Chris? Because obviously a lot goes into the planning for a season uh, which you're about to embark on next term. So um, has that sort of helped or has all the focus just been on about this year?
5: Oh, look, look a little bit of both. We probably from about, yeah, from about round five, round six. Um, it was probably Kingsley and and Morley that sort of started to break away from from the rest, and we sort of just had a, had a, had a, you know, one eye on getting the boys through this year, and another another one on what happens next year. Um, look, I I think, like I said, we, we've been there or thereabouts. I think the fact we've had the new facility delivered this year has really given the whole club. Um, an uplift. Uh, we've always been a club that sort of got by with what we had, but I think having a, you know, having, a having a club room this year, having a home for the club, has really taken us to um, to, to the next level. But I think you know St- Stephen and, and Monson built built a pretty strong squad, so we knew sort of even after um, the night series, we knew we knew we'd be would be there or thereabouts. Um, so like I said, they went top in round four. Really haven't looked back. Had a couple of blips along the way, but. It's a long season when these, these things happen. But uh just wrapped to um you know, for the boys to have taken care of it with a game to go and we don't have to don't have to don't have to get anything off Shamrock on uh on Saturday because that would have been uh pretty tasty if we had to uh take try and get points off Caramas Shamrock because those games are always pretty uh feisty when we uh when we play each other. But no, really happy for Steve Monts. And all the boys, it's been a, um, it's been a cracking season. I,
2: I know you don't want to get too far ahead of yourselves, but obviously once you're in State League One, you, you've got to be preparing for the possibility that eventually you end up in MPL. What, what
1: goes on behind the scenes? You sc- don't have to, Chris. You don't have to prepare.
2: <laughs> what, what, what goes on behind the scenes to sort of move the club up and, and, and get it ready? You know, what, what do you need to invest in? Does it change the way you look at uh, the juniors and, and anything else ar- around the club on and off the pitch?
5: We have to be realistic as well. I mean, I think I don't think we'd be expected to go in next year and be challenging for an MPL spot or anything like that. I think when we go up, first priority is basically to, to establish ourselves. I think in 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 that league and Div One, um, stabilise and, and, then, and then push on from there. Just the um, thought of have...
0: Chris Brady in the MPL, it just gets me so
5: excited. <laughs> We'd have to look. Obviously, there'd be, there'd be facilities would need to be looked at and that sort of thing. Um, but uh, look, look we're, we're a long way off there. We're just going to enjoy and um, going to enjoy Saturday lifting the trophy. Enjoy the next few weeks of celebrations, and, and we'll be good to go again are uh, for, for for Division One in, in a few weeks' time.
1: I know your burgers are up to scratch, but uh, your coffee and teas up to scratch for the Gosnells Granny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
5: looking forward to uh, looking forward to getting back to Gosnells. They're a good uh, salt of the earth club, so looking forward to. Uh, horns again with them next year that'll,
3: that'll be good and um you, you've been able to add some some really good players um in, into the squad as as well Chris in the, at first team level you've obviously got Luke salmon there um you've got Daniel Harrison who was a, a Bayswater product who was at Olympic Kingsway fairly recently so th- there are there is a real attraction to, to coming to, to Kingsley West side at the moment isn't there because I, I think players are really sort of seeing that you are on that Upward trajectory at the moment, and, and that's something that people really want to be a part of going forward. I
5: think, so. I, I think so. I mean, look like, like I said before, we're, we're not the richest club in the league, um, but what we do have, we have a good heart and soul. We've got a good culture, got good, good coaches, um, terrific physio, more, terr- the best physio um, in the in the league, um, uh, and I think people just want to, um, you know, I think I think they just want to be part of something. A lot, a lot of a lot of the guys come to us and. You know the the money and all that sort of side, they they yeah you know, they're a little bit over it, and they just want to basically just just become and be part of something, be part of a good club, enjoy their football, and um, you know lifting trophies along the way. to, you know, I guess they um yeah just it's it's it's, it's a good side of it. But we've managed to build, like I said, for the last four seasons, that, and Stephen Monts put together a good a good squad this year, and we, and we knew they would be challenging. early good. days.
2: That's a good way to dim expectations for anybody who thinks they're getting a paycheck out of Kingsley next
5: year. <laughs> <they>? <laughs> great, great, great burgers and coffee. But look, look at the end of the day, you you know you you, you operate within your means. Um, and you know we're we're we a club that's you know we're not we're not fancy, but we um. But we're cheap. we You oh, beat, me. He yeah, beat yeah, me. very good. But you know we've we, we've got a good culture. We've got a good heart and soul, and I think if people want to come and be part of something. Then um, you know, get in touch with Dimmer over summer.
1: Well, look, um, I've got I've got two questions. The first one is obviously with with the added success um, from the season and um, and the success from your women's team this year, and of course the Matildas. Are you getting any any calls about getting um, some extra facilities and, and and stuff for women players as they come in next year?
5: <laughs> look, I think we've got the five million dollar clubhouse, so I think I'm I'm sort of quitting while I'm ahead a little bit. We do have a grant going in uh, for one of our other grounds to uh, get some floodlight upgrades, and so hopefully with what's happened with the World Cup. Are you tempted
1: it. to siphon the money for those lights to give to some players uh but not have them classified as pro <laughs> players so that you can challenge for the league next year? I don't know why that question just came to me, but I was just wondering, was that something that you might be uh, interested in doing? And again, look, just 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 nod just stamp the... your feet twice, um so that so that we know but no one else knows.
5: I would be astounded if any uh club thinks in the future they can get away with uh, not declaring their players uh, after what's happened over the last few weeks. So no, no we rely on good um, you know, um council and government support and, and, and grant funding and all that sort of stuff. So hopefully, you know, with what's happened at the um over the last few weeks with the Matildas then our, um, our home of female football up at McNaughton Park in Kinross really could do with some floodlights and some change room upgrades and that sort of stuff. So hopefully, uh, hopefully the council and the state government can get behind that um, because it's a fantastic space. Uh, I mean, if is one area that we're really growing, the amount of inquiries we've had from um, from, from parents wanting um, young girls to come and play um, soccer at our club next year has just been the last few weeks has just been out of control. So um, yeah, it's but. It's gotta be matched by the facilities, right? So um- yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully the government isn't just all talk and they put their hand in their pocket and they make these things happen.
0: Yeah, well, fingers crossed on that front. Now, well, once again, I did have to say to Jim to, to talk to us like we're all uh, Luddites with regards to these lower leagues because I, I don't have a lot of information. I've heard a little bit about the drama that's gone on um, and now you can say as much or as little as you want. I'm not here to to get you uh, in trouble or to make you upset people. You've got your own platform on your personal Facebook page that you uh, do that on, on the regular uh, uh, crisp. But um, what what has happened in, in these last few weeks? What what was we mentioned Morley, earlier? What you can just say the basics, the the facts of the matter, or, or whatever you'd like to.
5: Oh, it's probably not really for me to talk about. I mean, Football West have put out enough notices over the last couple of weeks to explain um, what's going on, and yeah, I think I think most people would be aware of what's happened. It's not really from not really my place to talk about. it. And we're, we're not that kind of podcast. Ah, tra- uh, uh, we're not I, that kind uh, of, I, of podcast. Look, look, I try to just concentrate on the positives. Like I said, our guys have been at the top of the league since round four. Morley Serge, they beat us, you know, the week before they lost all their points and all that sort of stuff. They came at Chichester and pretty comprehensively um, beat us. Um, and then that was the last game. All those boys played for the club. So, um, I'll let others speculate as to why, but they can read, read the Football West notices. Pretty, okay, pretty so, so if,
0: happened. if you want the information uh, there, you're you, you going to ha- you you're not even going to get Chris Brady to read you out the uh, Football West statement. You can go and do it yourself. That'll be on there, yeah.
5: Sur- <laughs> think, search think, it up. I think it's been shared around in places over the last few weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's it's, what's just, it's
0: just weirdos like me that don't have Facebook that don't uh, get it all. But, Tommy?
3: I just wanted to ask, Chris, a sort of broader one before we sort of get into the new show of the last round and what's at stake. But um, obviously Kingsley Westside, top of the league. Maddings and is second. We see Karamar Shamrock Rovers in fifth. And it's something that we've sort of had a little bit of a chat about in terms of some of the mergers – Chris, and and how it's been a success for you guys, Um, Murdoch University, Melville and Division One as well. I'm sure there's many other examples, but do you sort of see this as um, something that's been a real positive for you guys in terms of the success that you've had in recent seasons? And is it perhaps the future going forward in terms of clubs maybe pulling together resources and and having the opportunity to grow their clubs into into stronger community assets in that sense? And, And I think the more stronger clubs we have in WA football, the better it can only be for the quality of the sport overall.
5: I, th- I think so. I think so, Tommy. I think there's a lot of clubs, and only only a finite amount of resources. There's only a finite amount of volunteers, money, sponsors, grounds, floodlights, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, so you know, unless you're one of the sort of the 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 old clubs that owns their own grounds and all that sort of stuff, you're always going to be chasing, um, you know, government funding and that sort of stuff. Um, I think it's. It's strength in numbers if you're a community club. Um, that's what we found over the last four or five years since merging, we certainly have a lot more credence with, um, you know, the councils, the state government, federal government, sponsors and, and the like. So I think, um, yeah, look, it, it certainly benefited us. The club's gone from strength to strength since, since we've merged. Um, probably, probably the space that we struggle in um, is with our juniors, probably in that sort of 13 to 16 age group. We're, we're, not, we're not an NPL club. So we do struggle to sort of retain um, the kids, uh, the boys in particular, um, between 13 and 16, because they, they wander off to the NPL clubs. But what we found inevitably over the last couple of years, they all, they all come back when we hit um, 18s for whatever reason. Um, but I think, you know, it's certainly helped the growth in, in our female side. Our, our female has um, exploded over the last couple of years. And then, obviously, um, our senior men's sides have gone from strength to strength as well. We've obviously got the promotion in the state league. Our resis and our 18s are both playing for the league on, on Saturday. And our amateurs are um you know fighting with with um kingsway and mackabee that you know for a spot in the amateur prem next year so it's um it's certainly helped us um mannington uh, are the same like they, they you know they've they merged them in kalamunda they seem pretty comfortable in that ground at kalamunda the um the president of mannington i speak to them a fair bit and they seem pretty happy with how all that's how all that's going and obviously the kalamunda juniors now have a um have a pathway um, through through the state league, as do you know the Karama uh, juniors as well, because they were um, they had a pathway through the Amies, but now with Shamrock coming in, they've got the pathway through the state league. And Karama Shamrock's pretty impressive. Like they they they've um, they've you know you can see in their in their squads each week they've got a lot of the young players coming through from their 18s into their first team. So I think they're they're going to be, yeah. there. yeah, be a force over there. Yeah, they'll be a force over next couple of years when those young boys get a bit of um you know get a bit more experience behind them.
1: Well, look, we'll go through the permutations really quickly with, um, with Tommy because it, there is a bit to play for in terms of the promotion um, picture as well as the relegation picture. So, Tommy, you've got the permutations?
3: Yeah, so Kingsley Westside, obviously champions. Maddington, Callum, to White City, um, pretty much certain to finish in the, in the promotion playoff spot. Uh, so, too, Curtin University. Um, obviously, they'll jostle for positions in, in terms of what it means for the for those promotion playoffs when they come around. Uh, the big result at the weekend was Swan beating Caramar 4-0 because that actually means mm-hmm. that Swan have a pretty nice cushion now on Caramar, three points and goal difference. So, Caramar um, obviously have a tough game against Chris's Kingsley, as we spoke, Kingsley Westside, as we spoke about before. So, um, you'd have to say that Swan are favorites to
0: finish in that fourth um, and less promotion. Unless Chris decides to lend him a hand.
5: Look, I was looking at today, I think... Um, I think I think Shamies have to beat us four nil and Swan have to lose four nil or something like that on, on, on the last day, um, so yeah. We don't want we'll we don't, want, we don't want the integrity
1: of the league to be damaged in any way. Mate. So you make sure your lads
5: are... <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so you make sure your lads
1: are playing and played hard and well. All right.
5: It's going to be a big day though because they're coming down to play in the first team and um, earlier in the day the 18s is up for grabs. So Karamar, Kingsley and uh, Lop City in the 18s are all on the same amount of points. Um, and Karama play Kingsley at our place. Um, so that'll basically decide who wins the league that game. And then our reserves are playing for the league at three o'clock as well on the, on Saturday. So there's, yeah, there's still, still, still a lot going on. And, um, and what about at the day. other
1: end of the other end of the table, Tommy?
5: So <sighs> It's interesting, isn't it? It's interesting as to who's actually go down and who's going to stay up based on probably based, probably based on what's what the Sunday league clubs want to do.
3: Yeah. I mean, so putting Morley aside, um, you've obviously got Canning City and Balga who are, um, who are essentially fighting off for the relegation Um Promotion play, uh, sorry, the relegation playoff spot. They're both locked on fifteen points going into the final day. Um, Quinn's got a last-minute equalizer at the weekend, so they've jumped a little bit clear now, and they probably won't go down now. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see whether Balga. Um, well, it's essentially in Balga's hands, really, given the goal difference. If they can beat Ashfield on the road, then they're probably going to be okay. Unless Canning get a massive result at
0: just, Quinn's, just another one where they it's need a- to match or better uh, Balga's results. It's a weird one though, uh, because I
5: mean, like. The it's it's all going to depend on what the top three looks like in the amateur premier league because if it finishes the way it is now where you've got Emerald North Perth and East Perth, then you know from what I'm hearing, then you know from what I'm hearing North Perth and Emerald are, are unlikely to want to go and play state league. East Perth would be the only team in the top three if it stays as it is that want to go up, and they would play a playoff against. Morley, I think it is, who don't exist anymore. So it's, yeah, it's weird. It's weird three weeks coming up. <laughs> don't so.
0: exist anymore. Morley still
1: it exists.
5: No, they've yeah, it been forfeiting it games.
0: games.
1: Well, have, you know, I was they, just I was just well, thinking about they, all the teams that have made like mergers, right? You've got like Kingsley Westside, Side, Maddington, <laughs> oh, and right, yeah. Morley, and the Moon have merged, and it's just not going well for them.
2: Yeah do, do they do they bring do they bring all the 18s back? Who've well, they forfeited the last two, two games week, to do the playoff. Do they, do I, they trust um, them to take on the best of the amateurs? I love that they've
1: just well, become the I myth. Mean,
5: they, they forfeited the last few weeks, so you know they're not going to bring everyone back in for for a playoff. But surely, so, that, um, surely that seven-week break <laughs> <you've got laughs> enough time to like <laughs> to, to get the layers
1: <laughs> do a bit of a preseason and then and then play that
0: match. <laughs>
5: Is there another maybe uh, that maybe the Iron Forty Fives can finish their season and put in a put in a, a rough? Six I, love weeks, um, I love listening. I love listening to you profile. lot.
0: You lot who said you weren't going to stick the boot into Morley. That's uh, that was uh, that was. Oh good. No, That was
5: it was good just being just just being realistic. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it, it's what the amateur promotion um, and relegation is looking like right now. Um, that you know a the, the club there who's you know right. probably going to finish the season on negative points. Um, and you know the, they might stay up if if it, if it is East Perth who are the one club in the top three that want to go up then um they're probably going to have a bye in the uh, in the playoffs so it's um it's just, don't think anyone don't think anyone picked that happening a month ago
1: well yeah look um chris massive thank you for coming on huge congratulations to your team and to your squad if anyone was looking for a massage therapist or a, or a physio well, do you know where they could go
5: Oh, they could balance and revive the way they go see Rihanna, best in the
0: business. Great plug, great plug. All right, uh, I think we've probably got an insert coming up uh, about uh, balance and revive. Um, but we'll be back after that. Thanks again, uh, Chris Brady. But we'll be back with our uh, all our MPL action after this. Thanks,
5: boys. Cheers, Chris. Cheers, you, Chris. You. Cheers, lads. Bye.